The Squiz is a free weekday email and podcast. We're your shortcut to being informed. Our podcast is brought to you by Combank, committed to being a better bank. Find out more at combank.com.au forward slash better. Good morning, I'm Claire Kimball. And I'm Kate Watson. It's Friday the 5th of April. In your Squiz today, a new health report shines a light on our diet, Labor's budget pitch, the latest on Brexit and Friday lights. This is your Squiz today. A new study funded by the Bill and Melinda Gates Foundation and published yesterday, Claire, has found our daily diet is a bigger killer than smoking and is now involved in one in five deaths around the world. The notable point is that we're talking about diet, not weight. Yeah, that's right. And it's one of those things that uh, the Bill and Melinda Gates Foundation wanted to put some numbers around because it hasn't really been looked at before. Uh, All of these sorts of studies have really measured the consequences of, of obesity rather than this idea of a poor quality diet. And, of course, we're talking really about salt. We're talking uh, about low consumption of whole grains and not having enough fruit and veg. So the report has a look at things geographically. How did Australia fare? Look, not too bad, to be honest. And, you know, we beat ourselves up a fair bit because our obesity rate is pretty high. Um, Certainly the worst was Uzbekistan. They came in with 892 deaths per 100,000 due to poor quality diets. The best was Israel. They came in with the lowest rate of uh, 89 deaths per 100,000 people. Uh, so that's a good context for the number for Australia. We landed in about that sort of 105 to 140 odd deaths per 100,000. So we're certainly down the low end of the scale when you compare it to somewhere like Uzbekistan. Always room for improvement, I guess. Uh, moving on now to uh, Bill Shorten and his budget in reply last night. What are the takeouts? So Laura Tingle last night wrapped it up pretty well, I thought. She described it as an old-school Whitlam-esque kind of pitch to voters. So we're really talking about higher taxes. But uh, And when you look at where that's going, that's to the big end of town, um, but more services. And uh, Bill Shorten outlined a vision for improved access to cancer treatments, uh, more resources to the National Disability Insurance Scheme so they can uh, look at the claims that are being put in and process them more quickly and therefore spend more money uh, on the NDIS, uh, more funding for TAFE, uh, faster tracked uh, roads to infrastructure projects, lots of spending there. But Shorten was very focused on that fairness side of the equation. And uh, yeah, it was a sort of more fully formed kind of vision, I guess, whereas the coalition this week have really been focused on trying to sell the benefit of tax cuts to low and middle income Australians. As you said in the email, game on. Yeah, sure is. Uh, Also in Canberra yesterday, in and amongst all the budget talk, social media legislation passed through Parliament. It looks to address and prevent a repeat of the live streaming of the Christchurch terror attack. But whilst it was supported by the Coalition and Labor, some outside of politics say it was a rush job. Yeah, it was only introduced this week. Uh, Of course, this is the first week the Parliament has sat since that Christchurch terror attack. Uh, A whole bunch of legal and media and tech people say that it hasn't been properly examined. Um, The consequence really is making um, social media platforms and companies criminally liable for distributing criminal 
content. Uh, it certainly looks like something that will need to be reviewed when Parliament resumes after an election at this point. Yeah, the headlines are, are things like the fact that social media executives could be thrown in jail, they could be fined 10% of their turnover, for example. To Brexit and this week's news is focused on talks between political rivals, the Conservatives and Labor, and whether they can work together to end the, the Brexit deadlock, Claire. The other thing that's happened too is that one of the bills that passed um, successfully through the House of Commons is uh, one that would force UK Prime Minister Theresa May to go back to the European Union to request a delay and that's uh, currently in the House of Lords and uh, could, of course, play out in the coming day or so. But regardless, those discussions are ongoing. Um, They had um, close to five hours worth of discussions just in the last 24 hours and there's more to come. But it seems that uh, the request of a delay is the next thing um, off the off next cab off the rank, if you like, and uh, with Brexit due to start next Friday, if you can believe that's come around pretty quickly. 12th of April. Yeah, yeah. Uh, they're going to have to make some sort of arrangement, and EU leaders are ready next Wednesday to hear any request that the UK might have for a further extension. A quick message now from our podcast sponsor, ComBank. Today is Smile Day, an initiative of the Humour Foundation, and it's the National Fundraising Day for Clown Doctors. As a core program of the foundation, Clown Doctors gives sick children a dose of humour by having doctors dressed as clowns visit them in hospital. Today, the Commonwealth Bank launches a month of fundraising to support the cause and the clown doctors in their tireless work to keep a smile on the face of sick kids. If any listeners would like to make a donation, please visit www.combank.com.au forward slash clown doctors, or you can do it the old fashioned way by heading to your local Combank branch. Friday lights now, Claire, you've got a fish curry. I had um, the pleasure of um, eating a delicious fish curry this week. I went around to a mate's place and he not only uh, helped me get across the budget really, really quickly on Tuesday night, he cooked dinner for me and it was a delicious recipe. So it's in there. It's a nice um, weekend for a, a curry, I reckon. What a life you have when your social engagements include going around to watch the budget. <laughs> I know. I'm, I'm so much fun to be around, I tell you. She was very excited, everyone. Yeah. <laughs> Make sure you have a look at the Norfolk Police Department's lip sync battle video. That's had millions of views and it will surely put a smile on your face. And something less light but fascinating nonetheless, Claire, is a three-part series by the New York Times about the Murdochs. I had a read of this last night. Yeah, I've put it aside to read it in total on the weekend and the little bits that has had a little bit of media coverage this week are are quite interesting and, yeah, I'll certainly look at the reaction as well to get the balancing side of the story because it's always good to be informed about significant people in our um, society as as this big media organisation is. As the Murdochs are, exactly. What's the subject line today? The subject line today is, I feel like I win when I lose, which is the lyric from Abba's Waterloo uh, as we head into uh, a potential election campaign being called in the coming days that we'll be hearing a lot of spin and it'll be um, interesting to see how that makes us all feel. Um, The reason I've picked that out too, of course, is it's uh, over this weekend, the 45th anniversary since Abba hit the big time with that Waterloo song uh, at Eurovision and launch their international careers. Oh, there you go, 45 years. Wow. Mm. 
Um, on that note, don't forget to sign up to our new email, Squiz the Election. Once an election is called, it will arrive in your inbox at 5.30pm from Sunday through to Thursday up until polling day. In the usual Squiz tone, Squiz the Election will keep you across all the campaign trail happenings. A link to sign up is included in your episode notes via the Squiz Today email or on our website. That's all from us. Enjoy your weekend and we'll chat to you on Monday. The Squiz is a free weekday email and podcast. We're your shortcut to being informed. Sign up at thesqueeze.com.au. A quick message now from our podcast partner, BHP. Across the next couple of weeks, we'll be talking to squizzers about BHP and the work they're doing to provide the materials that we need to transition to a low emission economy for the energy transition. At the start of the podcast, you heard how copper is used to make electric vehicles, wind turbines and solar panels. So when it comes to producing it, reducing emissions is a priority. And that's why BHP is making solar, wind and battery deals to help power their South Australian Olympic Dam copper mine. It's happening now at BHP.